0: Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be. And as always, I bring amazing guests on the show. Today is no different. I have the lovely Lee Fowler with me today. She is a content strategist, queen of all things content. She is going to deliver the goods and let you know how to get your content rocking and guess what? It's not just about Facebook. It's not just about social media. This woman has so much information. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Lee. Thanks, everybody. So excited to be
1: here. And man, we have a power half hour ahead of us. I can't wait.
0: We do this is so exciting, because um, you know we were sharing uh, just before we got recording the fact that today I announced that I have said "Fuck it" to Facebook," and um, mostly from the perspective of that just removing myself from the confines of feeling like I have to put hours and hours into Facebook to make it work because it wasn't working, and And so you were talking a little bit about how you know it's about systems. So tell me again for the listeners. <laughs> and maybe we will sink in this time, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So really marketing is a sales tool. So when you're selecting where you're putting out your message and where you're doing your content and marketing, ideally there has to be some alignment there with how you're doing sales and and where, and, and, and where your tribe is, but also that Alignment with what feels good. So I think that there's systems that can support you in in blowing up getting more visible And it doesn't always have to be on social media It it, it could be your alliance system and how you communicate and create content for your alliance Uh, When I'm talking about alliance, yeah, yeah, so I'm talking more about maybe uh, re- preferred partners, uh, referral, referral colleagues, those kind of uh, co- contacts that you have where you serve similar audiences and your strategy may be to connect with them every quarter and let them know what you're doing and what you're talking about and what you're, what you're, you're offering and, 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 and making it easy for them to refer you. And, and that can just be one system where you show up and you have a, a strategy, a repeatable process where you are creating content for to make it easy for other people to refer you and and to market your services. So that that could be a decision, you know, and so social media is important. And and can provide you with some tools that are, are quite quite impactful and it just depends you always have to go back at the end of the day is like what is your goal you know what do you want what do you want marketing to do for you mm-hmm. a- and then the content strategy gets created around there and i think what we, we can definitely talk about today is content that converts and and with a main focus on visibility because that's you yeah. know without visibility you really don't get the momentum that you need when you're blowing up your business and taking those next steps to amplify your reach and impact at the end of the day.
0: So do you differentiate for people? Like there's visibility and and then there's visibility that converts. So to me, like you know, I I happen to know somebody who has recently, you know, she has a video that's really gone viral, like millions of views. Um, but it's not necessarily translating into dollars. You know, there's there's there are some opportunities that are coming, but you would think, you know, with 12 15 million views you would have money just flowing in and yet that's not the reality it's not the behind the scenes you know possibly down the road it will but you know that differentiation of maybe good visibility bad visibility
1: yeah i think that there's a differentiation between content that converts and just showing up and and the visibility piece so the first thing i like to look at is are you open and ready to receive uh, energetically. So mm-hmm. that, that that can sometimes start at your website and having market marketable links and pages where you, you have clear call to actions. So let's say you do get those 1 million views and they go to the website, but there's, there's no guidance there for them. What next step do I need to take? And what am I supposed to do when I get here? And mm-hmm. And who is this person And most likely they're not going to buy from you right away unless there's that some kind of invitation. Mm
0: -hmm. And so I like
1: to think of old fashioned strategies and applying them to the platforms and the technology. So like, what are your invitations? You know, how are you inviting people into your world and for yourself? Like, are you inviting people into your Facebook group or, Hey, check out my book or, you know, let's, let's talk, let's listen, listen to my podcast. These are all things that you're guiding people to do and, 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 and ideally you're nurturing your relationship by showing up and serving. And ultimately that allows you to show up and shine and convertible content <laughs> is, is really the ability to help people, um, converting your followers into buyers, right? So if you just show up and say, Hey, how's it going? This is what I did. And that, da, da da, you know, that that's really like, what's the call to action there? And, 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 what are you telling people to do? Like, yes, you're hanging out and, you know, you're showing up and you're getting visible, but there's a distinction between that and then content that converts. So content that converts, ultimately you're helping people know, like, and trust you, you're helping build and nurture that relationship with them. And you're building that result into your marketing before they even begin working with you. And I think that's the key factor. So even while we're talking today, I want people to walk away inspired to act and inspired to try something new and different with their marketing and get fast results. So I I know that both you and I are capable of doing that with our clients and I think it's important that your marketing does that too. So when you show up and you you tell people, okay, here's the three things we're gonna talk about today. We're talking about getting visible with content and content that converts and I'm even going to reveal my triple V factor that I think will help really emphasize this. And at the same time, I want people to feel like they, they got something out of it. Mm-hmm you know, and so sometimes there's, there's, I call them like the eight C's of content that convert and you can follow every marketing sales plan and formula step-by-step, like buy the book and your amazing offer, the thing that you, you know, are, are, are known for can fall flat. Just like you said, like you're showing up on Facebook and nothing, no traction there. And yet you go and speak and your, the clients are, are aligning, and and there's flow and ease, and so what what's happening there? So one of the things could be that there's the conviction behind your choice and in, in how you're showing up on Facebook, like oh I, I gotta do it, and I, uh, I hate Facebook, and you know like it could be right. Like like are you so, in my but, head?
0: I've <laughs> I mean, never said that
1: right now because there are times too where I'm just like, can you just like no more technology? You yeah. know I have to constantly work at embracing technology, even though that's my my platform of choice is is, is social media and websites and the digital world. Mm-hmm. I, I still you know write in a notepad and I still like to connect and, and and feel connected to the people that I'm serving. And so so and and one of those things too is that I think content that converts will help people Uh, like if you don't have that conviction behind your offers when you're showing up and and actually part of that conviction is the confidence to make those offers. Right. So a lot of people feel like showing up on Facebook and making an offer is kind of like slimy and, Oh, they, you know, did I, did I trick people into, uh, showing up and, 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 you know now i'm like pitching them right so i think full disclosure you got to be able to train your audience to expect offers from you to look for them to anticipate them to tease them with them and, and get them used to knowing like yeah you're here to do business and and part of business is asking for the business and and having the confidence to do that in in a way that you feel aligned with and good with so if you're not aligned with facebook then that energetic piece will completely push you push you away from what you're trying to do because you're like, uh, you know, like, right. There's that, that energy there. So yeah, if you're speaking, you're in your element, you're like, I believe in this. I've done this before. Boom. Right. Like here I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. That you can feel it. Like that, there's one of those like goosebump moments. And so, yeah, so that's, that's sort of the energetic part of it is is actually like just getting behind your systems and what you're choosing to, 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 to use to market and and ultimately do sales for yeah. your followers into buyers.
0: Yeah, you know it's that it's like it also speaks to me of like pulling back way back. So it's one thing to say oh I'm I'm going to try to get something going on Facebook and, and but you for a lot of people they might be like putting the cart before the horse. If you haven't really pulled back to say, you know, who are you? How do you best show up? What fits your alignment? Where, you know, what is your message? Who's your ideal audience? Are they even on Facebook? Because maybe they're not. Um, And, you know, really pulling back. And I'm guessing, putting words in your mouth, but I'm guessing you, you know, make people step back to get that bigger picture plan first.
1: Yes, it's, it's the long game. Ultimately, content that converts is about having the long, you know, the long, the long game (laughs) in mind, you know, uh, so often we have that feast or famine mode, or we want to, we're we're in that uh, reactive mode Mm -hmm. over proactive. And, and, And that is, you know, probably the first five years of business for many people as you're reacting and reacting. And so when you can start thinking about your content, like this is part of, you know, a proactive way. Like, Oh, I have all these people that have been referring me and I feel lucky. Uh, wait a second. I'm not lucky. I'm doing something that's getting them to refer me. So what am I doing and how can I make it even easier for them to refer me and create sales on demand? Because you have this system in place that you're you're not feeling lucky anymore. You're feeling strategic and purposeful with your time and energy and, and all of that. So I think that's 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 you know, it's taken a while to get there. Uh, you know, yeah. twenty year twenty years here in the marketing and publishing. And right. I think though when you shift from that more corporate, there was a lot of freelance, you know, started my own online magazine in two thousand three, you know, did a lot of freelance writing over the years, published works and and then went back to corporate in and out of corporate. And, you know, when you you fully commit to that entrepreneur status and it is different than the corporate mindset, right? You're all of a sudden now you don't have a team to support you. You're doing, you're wearing multiple hats, you're navigating all these new challenges and learning so mm-hmm. much evolving. And so, yeah, there's that the, the growing pains, right? Of figuring it out. But once you start realizing you're not lucky and that you have this magic inside of you, you really need to, to own that. You know, and I think you help people with that quite a bit.
0: (laughs) Yes, I am definitely good on the mindset side of things. Like you would make a, you and I would make a good uh, team, tag team, you know, get them set for Doing it, And then, you know, getting your amazing strategies to put in place. Now, I, d- I know you also talk a fair bit about mindset because you've done your own work around this and having to, you know, roll through what, like, what does it mean to be like visible or what does it mean to, oh, yeah. you know, show up and do the different things. And yeah. yeah. Business yeah. is an interesting game. Sorry. keep kidding. Well,
1: here. no, I mean, I think what I learned was when I finally started to sell out all my launches as a, like a solopreneur, um, and be able to do that repeatedly. So it wasn't just like a fluke. It was like, I had what I call like my big launch. And then I had like the stealth mode launch. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs, they, they do these big launches and I would get sick all the time. And I would just, there was this one launch I was doing where I lost my voice and I think I had strep throat my son had strep throat like I couldn't vocalize during the launch period and so I had to shift my energy and reach out by email and personal message and shift things but it was still like I had put all the pieces in place um to show up. And what I realized was that the energy that my conviction behind my offer was still there. So even though I didn't even have my voice, I could still communicate how excited I was about who I wanted to work with, who needed this, who didn't need it. You know, I always think about how, when I'm creating offers and for those listening, you know, the clarity piece, right? that is energetic as well in that are you making it easy for people to say no? And are you making it easy for people to say yes? And, and there's no in between with, with clarity. And when you're doing great content and you're putting an offer out there, you want to make it easy for people to be like, no, that's not for me. And, and, and so I always like to start with when I'm creating offers, like who is this not for? Who, who, Mm. who is this not for? That's so much easier than saying, who is this for? Because, I know the, the most common answer is like everybody needs mindset or everybody <laughs> needs to market. And, and you know, there's like this huge funnel, but it doesn't work like that. You need to just to, to kind of get super clear. So your audience is super clear. And yeah. that's, that's mindset and that's energy. That's not formulaic marketing. It's like you're showing up and really focusing in on what you're trying to do and owning, owning that process and owning the decisions.
0: Absolutely. And in that narrowing down, the biggest challenge is that for most people, they, they don't want to lose out. And so they don't want to narrow in because they think they're going to lose out. But in narrowing in, you win. And I know like everybody, you hear this over and over again, but I'm sorry, it's totally true. It's just like we got to clear out the piece where you're not willing to lose in order for you to be able to get crystal clear so that when the people land on your page, they go, oh my God, that's me. Right, right, and and like you, you said, know- crystal clear.
1: Yeah. Like they can self-identify and, and Facebook groups are great for that because if you can make people feel included with your content and, and have them participate and, and contribute to the conversation, the other ones, I always say like, love your lurkers because your lurkers are the ones that usually are buying from you. It's not the ones commenting, which is is kind of
0: strange. Yeah. I, I, that always shocked me. You know, it was like all of a sudden somebody would send send me a message. I love all your posts. These are amazing. I'm like, you've never liked commented or even friended me I have no how did you even find me
1: (laughs) (laughs) well yes and and so so when I say um you know and, and I notice that too like when I put out offers I'm like nobody's responding and then I you know I look back and I'd be like okay let's do the reality check over like what the emotions are saying. And mm-hmm. so let's go back to a Google analytics and look at the website and see there's something in Google analytics called acquisition and you can do social media acquisition. So you can go there and you can see how much traffic is coming to your site from Pinterest, from Instagram, from Facebook, from Twitter. And you can also look back and see if you're posting on Facebook, you know, actually, like how many people did see that post? And, and what I often check myself, you know, whenever I feel like, oh crap, that didn't really land right. Or that didn't, you know, I'm not getting the response I expected. Mm-hmm. I go back and I'm like, did I even ask for it? Did I even put a link to the offer? Like, did I even tell people the price? You know, where's that clarity piece? So it's always great to go back. I mean, we often feel like it's not working. And, and I think the key thing there is to really get comfortable looking at metrics, your views, um, you know, the, the people reaching out to you, like if you go back to your last 10 clients, like were they really participating or were they lurking and, and sort of absorbing and connecting with your content? And it just felt like they weren't there, but they really were. And you know, like there's some weirdness, right? Like that's a little weird, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, showing up and just being consistent is, is a big part of, of making something work for you. And, you know, I want to give people permission listening to this podcast. Um, and I think it's a good thing, you know, sometimes we need to hear it. We need to be, you know, given permission. Um, I want to give people permission to let go of some of those social media platforms, but do it for real. Like, Make a decision that you're gonna let go of Twitter or you know, and for me at one point I put on Twitter, I pinned it to the top. I was like, I don't hang out here anymore. Uh so you can find me on Facebook. Right. So that's taking that that sort of assessment, okay, is it really not working? I've decided it's not working for me right now, and you know, I'm back on there now a little bit, but making those decisions instead of sitting on the fence and being like, "Ah, I'm I'm tipping my, you know, like you're kind of like this, right? Which means you're stuck. Right. And and there's no momentum, but when love you start it. fully going in and and committing to your content and your plan and your systems, then yeah, there's like this momentum happening. So I don't know, this is just flowing out of here. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm I geeking it. out here. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, clearly you have a, you know decades of experience in this area, so you're bringing like it's not hard to get you going on in your area of expertise, and clearly you love content.
1: I love content and I think mainly I love that it connects people that it helps build community. I think that, uh, it's just a way I always led even going through corporate was like, I wanted a job where I could inspire people and content does that. So if I was creating content, especially like with the fitness magazines back at at Robert Kennedy publishing, I was a digital media director there where we grew communities of over 80,000 from scratch. And part of that was um, really creating a community, a place, content that help people self identify. So, you know, we encourage our, our communities to share tips and share success stories and, and to share challenges and and to have that two way conversation. And so content that converts ultimately is not really always like pushing it out, out, out. It's like setting up listening tools mm-hmm. and, and setting up your Google alerts. I, um, I don't, I don't use Google alerts as much anymore. I don't even know if they're still there, but like a tool called mention. So every time someone mentions your name, you know, you're clued in and you have a notification and maybe people are talking about you on Facebook and you have your notifications on your phone and your email. So you don't miss things, you know, it's a two way conversation. So yeah, content helps connect. And I think in this world, like, we can get bogged down by the technology and the platforms and, and well, so even
0: it, we in have. just everything that you've mentioned, I mean, my brain is like, Oh my God, you know, like Google alerts and mentioned and, uh, yeah, right? like, Oh my yeah. God, I don't have time for this. <laughs> so you know, there's, and I think that's where you come back to systems. So the freedom comes in the system and having that plan so that you're not willy nilly trying different things, but you're doing something that fits with the bigger plan that makes sense for where you're going. I think those are really, that's what I'm hearing anyway.
1: Yeah, that's huge. I remember three, or four years ago when I created my Facebook group, I, I decided I'm, I'm just gonna focus on my Facebook group. I felt lonely, I was isolated as an entrepreneur and I was missing that connection. And so I decided I was gonna create this landing pa- place where yeah, I could show up and, and serve, uh, but also help people celebrate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. So I had like a real mission for the Facebook group and I spent about 85% of my marketing time in there uh, I would say that that was like an hour a day back in, you know, two or three years ago, uh, or four, I guess it's four now, 2014. Yeah, I guess it was maybe 15, maybe it was three years. So what happened though, was that 85% of my business started coming from the Facebook group. Hmm. Right. And so every time I spoke, anytime I did an interview, anytime I spoke to someone, um, whether it was on stage or in person, I'd be like, Hey, come hang out in my group. So all my thank you pages sent people to my Facebook group, all my call to actions on my website, sent people to my Facebook group and and then I would show up and I, I'd, I'd share content that converts. So I would show up and do a challenge or a training and, and, you know, really help people get results on the fly and on the spot. And then it just let them know how I worked with people, what I did and converted into, you know, doubling my sales over time and just like, just crazy and less effort.
0: Yeah. Less effort. And I can see that. I mean, you are absolutely, you know, genius at the whole systematizing uh, a process, because when you invited me into your group to do, to share a, a top 10 tips, 10 was it 10 tips in 10 minutes? Yeah. Uh, That's a challenge to to really get (laughs) succinct in your message and not ramble on. Um, But you know, you had an entire system that flowed with it. Okay, so this is when your your time is, and this is how you prep for it, and here's some ideas. And you know, like there was, I don't, it must have been a good six or maybe even eight emails that connected. And so that's a huge amount of touch points um, that you're that you're making with people, and it's beyond the Facebook group because some the challenge I don't know. you can speak to this, but getting people off of Facebook into the email because you still need the email.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things we've been shifting a little bit in our Facebook group is you have the option to do rules when people join. And so one of the third rules that we're shifting over in the next day or two, but we were using a version of this was, Hey, would you like to give us your email address so we can connect with you about the content in the community? And so they say yes or no, and they put the email address in that third rule. Or, sorry, it's not a rule, it's third um, question. Th- third question. Right. And so we've actually created an opt in page for the community now. So we always had it, and we used to make it like mandatory. You couldn't join the Facebook group unless you opted into the email list. And so, because your email list is your asset, this is something that you can sell that you can, you know, you can, eat, you know, the money is in the list. Ultimately, I really believe that, especially if you nurture your list and you show up on a regular basis with value. And so the, the connection there is now when people join the group, the third question will be, Hey, did you go over and opt into the list and, and make sure you're you know, you don't miss out on any of our upcoming events and, and resources. And then they get linked over to there and then they come back and enter. Yes. And so that's the vision is that they are opting in before they join the group. And, and really trying to enforce that. And the other piece of uh, the system there where you mentioned, so 10 tips in 10 is an opportunity for my membership to get visible, step up on their soapbox. And I've been working really hard with my team to make people feel welcome, supported. And, and that's the customer experience that I like to share on the, the paid side and have these welcome and onboarding systems. And you know, like that's, Part of too like when you put offers out there i always like to envision what's the experience once they sign up like do they get a gift do they you know what do they get a welcome message so i always like to think about automating pieces of that um i remember creating one offer where it was i think it was black friday one year and all all the all the whole, the whole offer. I signed on 25 clients, I think in about a 10 week, 10 day span. And part of that was that it all started in January. So what I did is when they signed up, they went through the order form, they paid their money. It triggered an email welcome message. It triggered a link to my calendar. It sent them their training and resources to prepare for the beginning of the program. And it was just incredibly powerful to say, you know, to be able to like we said, if you're ready to receive and you have a system, I was able to onboard 25 clients in in a 10 day span and not be like up 18 hours a day. And, And literally like I just put out my emails on black Friday and nurtured and followed up, but that's, that's a system that, you know, you can depend on. And so, yeah, I like to be creative that way and making it easy for people to work with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the thing. I mean, especially these days, there's so much. We're bombarded, right? And yes. Black Friday. Oh my God, yes. So tomorrow is Black Friday as we're recording this, and uh, oh my God, it's just the amount of messages and spotlights yes. and ads and ah, everybody demanding attention. <laughs> it gets a little crazy.
1: Yeah, it gets crazy. And then the common thought is, Oh, no one's going to see my offer. Oh, I'm going to just get lost in the sea of emails and I get this too. And, and so one of my thoughts is, well, you're not your ideal client. Like, all the time right so if you are um, you know there's so many schools of thoughts on Black Friday but I know when you put it out there it is the biggest day of the year for internet shopping and people are primed to buy they're scrolling they're looking for it when they're ready They they are looking for it so it's it's kind of a neat thing to plan for in, in advance and think about your one day sales and and injecting little cash injections into your business flow but mm-hmm. it is intimidating because you think oh it's, it's highly competitive but I would imagine your audience is just primed and waiting for you to put an offer out there and I've done it the night before like I am I have put out an offer the night before and then tweaked it all day. And I'm even doing a live tomorrow about how you can extend your offer, you know, give people the weekend to think about it and, and keep that momentum going and, and kind of tweak on the fly. Never. I mean, it's only if you have that time, but it's ideally you're you're planning this in advance, but if you yes. have, not
0: you know, <laughs> with all
1: these fears and blocks,
0: <laughs> it slows us down. Things come up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. It's it's. I think there's also space for not making ourselves wrong. You know, it takes yeah. the time that it takes. You yeah. know, and the yes. first time round, it's going to be messy and ugly and not all that productive. And you know, so it may take a couple of years to even get your nailed down on your message. Who do you yes. serve?
1: Oh, it's huge. Mm. Yes, yes. Right. That's that's really you know, at the end of the day, like we are all evolving and, Mm -hmm. and you learn and shift and it's okay to make mistakes, like fail forward. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I think for, for those listening today and and some takeaways, I, I, you know, I really want to reinforce that the visibility piece is important. We have a lot of things that we grow up with that, oh, you shouldn't, you you know, children should, should be seen, not heard, or, you know, don't boast and brag about your, your, your accomplishments, like don't stand out. And as entrepreneurs, we have to do fully the opposite. And so the triple V factor I mentioned earlier, I just want to, I want to make sure that people think about this is that visibility is great. So the triple V is visibility, value and velocity so when you're showing up and being visible and you give value you give your business the velocity it needs and it it does start to pick up so for example you may be showing up and selling something in your your live stream or being visible but indirectly i always find this whenever i raise that visibility level and raise the vibe other offers come in other opportunities speaking gigs podcast interviews uh different types of clients so you have to kind of like Be ready to receive all that when you're showing up and then, you know, give value because it'll come back like tenfold and, Mm -hmm. you know, and and give you the momentum you need and that pick me up. Um, And collaboration is 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 part of that. Right. Reaching out and contributing to other websites, doing podcasts and actively making big asks you know, like it was, it's always scary to say, Oh, can I be on your podcast? You know, like that's scary sometimes, right? Like, Oh, (laughs) what if I'm not good enough? Like imposter Mm. syndrome. Like this is, this is a reoccurring theme in my life after even 20 years, you know? So it's, it's really about like when you hone in on your systems and your goals and and just really own that and, and trust that You don't have to do what everyone else is telling you. You don't need permission. And I will give it to you anyways. You don't need to be on all of those platforms, including yourself. Like you might decide, like, I'm going to do a podcast and that's my thing, right? Like that, that could be the system for you. Yeah. But if, if we were talking to about like, you could get a million hits on your podcast and no conversion. We want content that converts that positions you as that go to expert that gives people results and, and helps them understand how they can work with you. So guiding them and, and, and giving them those instructions. That's at the end of the day, we are, we, we are not necessarily lazy people, but we like to be guided. We <laughs> like to click buttons. So Tell us what we need to do and and go
0: with it. Love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's so much more that I wanna like ask you all kinds of questions and keep pressing you for more information. This is one of the things I love about doing podcasts is I get to interview guests that have expertise in areas that I don't have. Oh, you so learn so much.
1: You learn so much. I have. I have. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I just I, I learned so much from you. You were on my series of the Ready to Amplify interview series and you know, just those 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 little nuggets if you're always growing and absorbing and 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 this is 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 you know what's so amazing is just this process where like you know just taking these steps, breaking down the barriers. It, it's just, you become a better person. And, and, you know, as long as you're showing up and doing your best at the end of the day, I think that's important and, and trusting that you're showing up, um, and showing up and serving at the end of the day. So
0: absolutely. Which you do in spades. So let's, um, so you have a book that you've just launched. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I will tell you. And <laughs> you know, I do, I have, I have ready to For Yes, this is tribe visibility impact and the whole idea is it's a seven day pocket guide for inspired entrepreneurs who are maybe service based experts, consultants, business coaches who want to make a bigger impact. And, and I guide you through little pieces of, of, of challenges, little action you can take to develop your own systems that results in feel good content strategies that help you amplify visibility, your tribe and impact at the end of the day. And what I think is the biggest part of this book is that we have this magic inside of us. We are doing a disservice to those around us for not sharing it and we just got to get over ourselves. We have to define our systems figure out what we're trying to do. And the more visible you are, the more people you reach with your message. And so this book, it's a quick Mm -hmm. read and it's important for me to help more people. And and that's partly why I wrote the book. The other piece is that, um, I, I don't know. I just, I wanted to leave a legacy behind and, and just, something that will help people even after I'm gone. So there you go. That's, I don't know. That's, that's kind of, I don't really tell people that, <laughs> but, you know, Aww, it's lovely. It, it, it was really nice to give a copy to my son and sign it for him. And, mm. you know, and he knows the title and he's only six, but he knows mommy wrote a book and, you know, I think it, it, to, it takes a lot of courage to do what we do as entrepreneurs and stand up and, and, and do these things and own it. And, um, we will constantly be overcoming imposter syndrome. Even in writing the book, it came up many times. I'm sure, you know, we've all dealt with this, but it's something, it's so worth it when you when you know your goals are on the other side, your message mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like if you're inspiring that one person, like even if it was just my son, I I you know, what gets me through the visibility challenge and, and all of these things is knowing someone needs to hear my message today and and I need to speak that message. So it helps me get past, you know, how I look, how I feel. Um, it's like, who needs to hear this? And, and can I share and inspire one person today with this message? And, and that, that is literally like what gets me through these layers of, of challenges and all the yes we get.
0: I love it. So uh, best place to find you?
1: Yay! Uh, man, right now it's still Facebook. I'm hanging out to have the Confident Content Creator Club. It's a Facebook group. And at leefowler.com slash book, you can check out the book trailer and, and pull away some, some golden nuggets there. And uh, that, those are some two, two good places to hang out for sure.
0: Excellent. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show with me. I really, really appreciate your time. And I'm sure everybody who picks up the book is going to get some amazing content to help get their content out. Hey,
1: yes, we, we are all making a big difference in the world. So let me help you do that a little bit faster.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Inner Dominatrix. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tell your friends. And for more, join the Facebook group, Access Your Inner Dominatrix. Till next time, have fun.